I'm gonna record this because Caden's not gonna play Cloth. But let's talk about let's talk about Cloth's Mew matchups. So if you could play Spirit Tomb, right? And Spirit Tomb's obviously very good <coughs> against DT Mew. Um, but you prob but ironically, Spirit Tomb is like kind of a trap against Fusion Mew because they'll put the fusion energies on the Genesex and then you can't poison them. So, like, your escape ropes do not become two prizes when you do that. So, <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of weird. So, like, Spirit Tomb is, like, actively bad against Fusion Mew. I mean, if Fusion Mew player is good, they can just put the fusion energies on the Genesex anyway. Uh, but they won't really think to do that unless you play the Spirit Tomb. <laughs> So, but DTMU I think is okay because um, uh, even without Spirit Tomb, because you can uh, you can just kind of rope and take prizes and, and whatnot. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's I don't think either is going to be favorable, but I think it they're winnable, winnable matchups. Okay, is Cloths, yeah. What so what are Cloths like bad matchups? Obviously, Guardy. Yeah, I mean Guardy's really 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 bad. It's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> if they know what they're doing, like it's borderline unwinnable unless you go up like three six um you pretty much <coughs> always go up four six um but even at four six you're unfavored so uh, but really that's the only like really bad one um i think i haven't really played too much against lost zone stuff besides lost zone tina i think lost zone tina is fine i haven't played against uh like the new lost box greninjas i played a little bit against sablezard that felt unfavored but not like crazy unfavored um snorlax is not great um but everything else is pretty good charizard's pretty good maridon's good uh i don't know what else is what else is in the format i i gotta pull up my tier list yeah, that's what I go to. Too. I was I was gonna say I feel like I feel like the strategy for the pod today is to review the tier list, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Intel Ursh is not good. That's a bad matchup. Uh, Chien Pao's fine. Pao, uh, Lugia is bad. Roaring Moon is amazing. So I don't know. His matchups aren't great, but you beat you beat Charizard and Rhydon. That's two of the big three. Yeah. <laughs> But you have an auto loss against the third one, so. And, and are those the big three, or like, like, uh, dude? Let's do the intro and then let's get into yeah, it real let's quick. Do the intro. All right, welcome <laughs> to the Trash Land Podcast. Chris Webby's Webster's Laboratory is the intro. We like to just say that from time to time, so we can acknowledge that that's a thing that happens. Attendance is 133 percent. Gang's all here. Caden, Liam, Mike, me, all that stuff. It's the only podcast about the Pokemon trading card game. It's the Trash Avalanche. We're all on Twitter. You can find us all there. If you leave a five-star review, we will read it on the pod. If you tweet at us, we'll probably read that also. Um, speaking of which, at some point, we should talk about whether or not we need to try to get together some merch, you know? Mm. I I tried to uh, spend a few minutes looking at like Custom Ink to figure out if there was like really super high-quality merch, and it turns out, like, there are not a lot of Japanese T-shirts that get screen printed by Custom Ink or something like that. Like, no loop wheel T-shirts or anything. Anyway, neither here nor there. Dragon Shield sends us sleeves from time to time. Uh, let's jump into it, guys, because San Antonio is mere moments away, and and Liam and Kidden are both going to be there. Um, 
Mike, uh, do you want to talk about Stuckert, or you want to jump right into your tier list? I mean, I'm sure we'll get to plenty of the the Stuttgart stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I posted uh, a tier list pretty much, I don't know, maybe the day after our our podcast last week. Yeah, that was a real betrayal, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It was, I don't know, because I was just thinking, you know, I had some people, uh, local people going to San Antonio that I've been talking to, and they asked my thoughts about the metagame, blah, blah, blah. And so I mostly put the tier list together because that's just how I think about the format and like it both in terms of some type of combination of popularity and quality of the decks uh and that was just kind of the representation that uh it it took um having charizard maradon and gardevoir being kind of the big three uh and then mew kind of like just a little bit under them and then, you know, a handful of decks that I think are, are, are good. Um, and then the decks that I think are not so good. Um, and it's funny because uh, actually, you know, you, know, the, you know, the reason that I, I, I ended up posting it is because I listened to uh, the, the, the tag team podcast and Mahone basically had the uh, exact same thoughts. We, I did talk about it last week. Um, when I was like, oh, the big three are, you know, Guardian, Maradon, Charizard. I did say that on the podcast last week. And when I heard Mahone say that too, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's uh, correct. Um, so, yeah. So I threw that together, posted on Twitter, and then then I posted the updated one yesterday where Cloth is above Cloth tier now. All the other decks are definitely worse than Cloth. Um, and I think we saw it in Stuttgart. Uh, Charizard, Maridon, and Guardi were the three most popular decks day one. I think that's not true for day two. I think Tina might have cracked the top three. Um, but they, they certainly were the most popular. Um, so that's validating, I guess. And I think they'll probably still be the three most popular decks going into San Antonio. Yeah, so I, I haven't done the, the Delta. What what changed besides Cloth moving up a tier from Cloth tier to its own tier? Uh, no, no, that was it. That's the only change. That's the only change? <laughs> oh, okay, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Turns out Cloth's the strat. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, day two of Stukar was Gardevoir and Tina basically tied for first, and then Maridon, and then Charizard. So Tina, Tina did really well overall, despite Liam's... I was about to say, well, how Aliens come, how come we trash Tina on this uh, pod all the time, and yet, Tina? It's, it's the easiest Lost Zone deck by, I think, a sub- pretty substantial margin. Oh, for sure. And like, easiest to play? Is that what yeah, you mean? Yeah. I think it's the easiest deck, Lost Zone deck to play, um, of, like, the primary Lost Zone variants. Um, mm-hmm. And, I don't know. I think it's... It's very easy to play poorly into Tina. Because they can I, capitalize on a lot of different things, I suppose. Yeah. I uh, I think it has... I don't think it's hard to play... I don't think it's that hard to play Tina. I think it can be hard to play against Tina is sort of what I'm trying to say, I think. Hmm. Um, I think that... that that's with a, fair. With a few I, I meta like decks, that. there are some intricacies to the matchups that can give the Tina player a big advantage if you don't if you don't capitalize on it. I don't know. I wouldn't even say that. I think it's um I think it's hard to play against because like 
it's counterintuitive to not take prizes, but like you just have to read the cards in their deck, and all of them say like you know if your opponent's taking five prize cards, you get to win the game now. So like you know, just like don't like go down to two prizes on turn two with like your only attacker in the active, and then get like you know Path Roxanne V start out of the game or whatever, and you're fine. Like just make sure you're set up before you go like two prizes, and you should win like probably like eighty to ninety percent of your games. Yeah, I, I, I stand by the belief that the deck... I, th- I think it's fine. Um, like, maybe... I, I, I think it's fine, but I don't think it's particularly great. Do we want to just kind of, like, go through each of the decks on this tier list quickly? And, like, briefly talk touch on our thoughts on them? Um, going into San Antonio? Going into San Antonio, yeah. Sure! Okay. Yeah, so... Start off with Zard. I think Zard is... Zard is honestly out of most of the like top top meta decks, the one I have touched the least. Um, Wait, can we take a step back before we dive into the list, Kitten? Yeah. Have you been like hardcore testing the last two days? Because I get the impression you have not been testing a lot in like the six weeks previously or something. I just want to get a get a sense of how ready you are for San Antonio. Um, I would put my. I, I think I am like D. I, I would put it this way: I have a decent amount of games in like a okay amount of games in on the decks that I am kind of interested in playing. I have a very select... I have, like, two decks that I'm even really considering playing. Um, maybe kind of three decks I'm really considering playing for San Antonio, and I have an okay amount of games into those. Um, outside yeah, you, you have two, because Cloth is definitely not the, the play. Cloth, I, Cloth is the outsider, but who knows, maybe. <laughs> but th- that was not one I was counting. Um, Alright, fourth deck. Ones, the, the, like... Primary decks I'm considering right now are, like, um, Maridon, or maybe, like, you know, I, I have a lot of, I've played a lot of Mew, so maybe some variant of Mew, oh. but um, that's sort of where my head's at. Gotcha, so gotcha. So I have quite oh, a few right. reps into those, but outside of that, not gotcha. too much. And, and, and are, you, are you, do you think you're more, like, honing in on those decks, or do you think you're, like, gonna test a million different things over, like, the next two or two or three days? Definitely not going to test a million different things. I think those are really... That's really all I'm considering. You know, I have a... There there are a few little ideas that trying out, but I don't really expect those to go anywhere. Yeah. Is it is it all testing all the time for you now? Or are you, like, totally done with college <laughs> for the foreseeable future issues? I am on winter break now. Um, yeah. I wouldn't, say, I wouldn't say all testing all the time. Um, but <laughs> I, I, am, I am on winter break. I have... Time to test versus the no time previously. Gotcha. I, I always thought that college was when you like uh, could just go crazy and do stupid stuff, and it seems like you are a, a responsible person. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, it just depends on what your goals are. And from when I reflect on my college experience, college. it's difficult for me to relate to that. That's facts, kid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I didn't play like any Pokemon when I was in college. I, I, I was doing. Uh, you know, it's it's funny. I I feel like I've always I've always told my kids uh, every time they're like, "Hey, can we stay up all night tonight playing video games or whatever?" I'm like, "That's what you do in college. Don't don't talk to me <laughs> about that." But but I, like I get the distinct impression that when you look around like kind of the Pokemon community, there's a lot of people who took college off, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you, Sam, um, uh. I don't know, maybe those those 
I mean, there's a lot that don't, though. Right? They, yeah, like, I mean, I guess like if you look at somebody yeah. like Raul, there's a guy who like, you know, yeah, he, 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 did the, he did the Brent style. The yeah. like, just about if you want would you do, have bad judgment? Uh, just about if yeah. you want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but it's also um, there's a much larger incentive now to play. Like when I was in college, if you won a regional, <laughs> you made zero dollars. <laughs> right. Right. No. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think. I think there's also something that feels, and this might just be a me thing, but like it feels a little harder to justify like flying out um, for for a weekend and like and potentially missing Friday as well, and like for for a Pokemon tournament, I don't and I don't know. It, this might just be me, but it feels harder for me to justify than in high school. But yeah, that's fair. All right. All right. All right. Anyway, Charizard. Okay. Charizard. So Charizard, I like Charizard. Um, I played it. Uh, I played it like an okay amount. Uh, I actually probably played the most Charizard that I have in the last week or so. Um, I mean, I think the lists are kind of converging on like the same like fifty-seven ish cards. Uh, just like Charizard, Pidgeot. You got to choose if you're playing Pidgeot V or Rotom. Based on that, you have a couple different choices. Like, if you play Rotom, you probably should be playing a Collapse Stadium as your third stadium. If you're playing Pidgeot, that gives you a little flexibility of playing, uh, like, a third Lost City or an Artisan. Or I've been toying around with the idea of playing one path for the Guardi matchup. It's probably not worth it, but uh, something I, I... If I was going to San Antonio, I probably would test that out. Um you have a choice of like what tool or what tools you're going to play. Like it's for sure one forest seal stone. You could run a second forest seal stone, um, or you could run like some combination of vitality band, a gloves, a defiance band. Um, but really those are like the only choices uh, to really make. Um, I guess the other choice is like, do you play the level ball and the 90 HP charmeleon or do you play nest balls? Uh, I've seen a lot of people start playing more and more of the level balls and the Charmeleon, which I think is probably correct. Um, but otherwise, Charizard seems pretty solved in this format, and uh, I think it's really good. I mean, it's only really bad matchup is... Uh, oh, I guess that's not true. Guardi's a bad matchup, uh, Rapid Strike's a bad matchup, and... Uh, Anything with <laughs> with Devolution TM is a bad matchup. So the uh, the winning list from Stuttgart, not so great probably for Charizard. But you're like pretty favored against literally everything else. You're good against Maradon. You're good against Mew. You're good against other Lost Zone decks. Uh, you're pretty f- fine against uh, Entei Valiant. Uh, oh yeah, you're not going to get the Snorlax. But I think Snorlax is like pretty bad this weekend. Um, but we can talk more into that. So I think Charizard's good. If if you've been playing Charizard, just play Charizard. It's a good deck. Yeah, I, I hope you do. Trash. <laughs> this meta, uh, this meta, honestly, as a whole, you know, I was talking about this with Liam. Every every deck really has one to two matchups that really are bad, and there isn't a yeah. real way to fix it for the deck. Um, yeah. And so it feels like a lot for this weekend, as I talked about with Liam previously, was is like you have to pick one, maybe two decks that you don't think are going to show up that much. Which decks are going to be the least popular? Which decks can I afford to take losses to? And then just pick off of that. 
So. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you could do, like, something super dumb. Like, you could play the uh, the Toad Scroll EX, I guess, in Charizard. That would help your <laughs> stuff against the TM Devolution. But, oh, uh, my God. Um, that doesn't seem good to me. <laughs> Um, I mean, the only reason I'm even thinking of that is because we had talked about running... Like, we saw the, the, the other Toad Scroll played in Charizard at the very beginning of the format. And then people had chatted about playing the EX as well. So, like, that is an option, I guess. But uh, it's harder to do without the TM Evo version or whatever. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So, Maridon. Maridon's the deck that I have barely played... I think it's a good deck, but I don't have very uh, strong feelings about it. I, it's a deck that I would not play, but I think it's a good deck. And you guys have more on Maridon, so you guys talk about Maridon. Yeah, sure. Um, I think Maridon has... I mean, Maridon, I think, has proven itself to be a top contender in this format. Uh, it's performed quite well the, these past few tournaments, and I think it has, you know, sol- a solid matchup spread like all of the top decks do. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't really know how much, how much I, to say on it, but it's pretty, it's solid, it's fun, <laughs> it's a, it's a fun deck. It's, a, I, I would, I'll give him a ride on this. It is certainly a very fun deck. That's cap. I enjoy uh, it. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, the deck's really good, bro. Just because the the Mew player like triple prize Genesect doesn't mean the results like completely invalid. Has like pretty sure like 90 percent of the community was like instantly in all their like group chats or whatever like oh my god dude of course the Murano players just always sack it's like the the deck like isn't actually good it just only does well because these like Murano players high roll over and over and over whatever but no the deck's actually pretty good and like you know everybody high rolls people just blame Murano for it do you guys would would you guys play um paths or beach court what kind? Pass. I I think I would probably go path. Okay. But and I understand the merit for both. And the list that got second at Stukar was uh, a decent split. decent right. bit different. Um, it ran no Arvin. It ran uh, so its supporter count was four research, three boss, two Iono, two judge. So it kind of went back to a, a little bit more of a heavier disruption and played two path one beach court do you like that or do you like a couple arvin definitely wouldn't play a couple arvin uh yeah i probably wouldn't play arvin <laughs> i don't know if go to judge to iono or like three iono or three, three one um or maybe play like one arvin i mm, yeah i don't know i wouldn't play that it's, it's fine though it's mariah play a lot of generators <laughs> play a lot of energies that's still fine <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, as always, as li- is literally pretty much always true, disruption plus ability lock is a very strong combo that if your deck can utilize that, like, you know, it's definitely worth at the very least heavily considering running. Because it will give you a lot of, a lot of free wins. Yeah. Thanks. I think the only thing I don't like about this list is the only one rope. I think rope is really good. Am I right on? Yeah, brother. That's like the best yeah. card. Yeah. It, it it plays one switch, one rope, one switch card. It's a little weird. That's unbelievable. Yeah, just play more rope. 
I played a little bit with like heavy switch carts versus the rope, and I can con- confidently say rope is uh, better. Yeah, rope, rope, real good. As a guardy player, I'm like, please don't rope me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like all, all your all your e gens are already switches. Like if you just like double hit off the e gen, you get attach retreat. So like, I. I feel like the deck is like lacking in targeting much more than it is like raw switching. Yeah. Cool. All right, uh, Guardi. So, um, Guardi is still great, but its place in the meta is a bit weaker than it was for sure. Um, obviously, Maridon is not the matchup it used to be. Uh, slightly unfavored for sure. Um, Mew matchups are still close, but favored. Um, I haven't played against this Radiant Zard with Devo TM. It's, like, probably still Guardi favored, but a lot closer. Like, Guardi was always pretty favored against Radiant Charizard, even, um, even, like, before Iono came out. I think that matchup was favored for Guardi. Uh, so I think the Devo TM probably makes it closer, but, but still probably fine. Um, but, like, Rapid Strike is a tough matchup. Like, it's still close, but, uh, it's tough. Um, so I don't know. Guardi, Guardi's still great. I, I, but it also has the time issues, right? Um, I did play a cup this weekend with Guardi and I got second, uh, lost to Fusion Mew in the finals. I like definitely made a mistake or two in the finals, but my opponent also went seven for seven or something like that on cram flips, uh, which was a little unfortunate, (laughs) like both game one and game two, uh, they hit a cram flip to win the game. Like, I still needed, like, another turn or two, but it was like, oh, if they just hit this cram flip here, I insta-lose. <laughs> and they did. Uh, so yeah. I still like Guardi. I would probably play VIPs uh, if I was playing at this event. Uh, Gabe Smart's list from Stuttgart uh, I, I really liked, except for it didn't run Luminion. I would run Luminion over something in his list. But other than that, that list looked really good to me. Yeah, I, I never thought I would say this, but I actually think Guardi is probably the weakest pick out of the top three for this event. Yeah, that's probably true. That's such cat, bro. Guardi beats everything right now. You just have to like be a, a god player. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd, I'd 100% you know, be playing Guardi right now if I thought I could pilot, pilot it. If you pilot like, Guardi really perfectly level. and manage your time perfectly, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, bro. Exactly. If you play the deck perfectly, if I thought I could play it perfectly or at like at least like a, a really high level, I'd 100 percent be playing it. It's easily the BDIF. You just cook everything, bro. I don't know if I would like, say it's easily the BDIF. However, I, easily, I, dude. Easily. I agree that Guardi, I think, is out of the out of um probably every deck in format, every other deck in format, the one with the highest skill cap. Um, I think it beats all the Lost Box variants, but... That's pretty <coughs> crazy about Guardi, yeah. bro. Like, I'm pretty sure you're favored, or, like, you're straight winning in every game that you don't go down, like, 2-6. to six. Like... Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some matchups where you can lose down 3-6, to six, but, like, it, you're still can be in a very much winning position, uh, for sure. At 3-6. to six. so good! Yeah. Dude, there was a funny game at our cup this weekend. Um, 
Antonucci was there. He was playing Guardi, and he goes down two to six against Maradon. And then <laughs> he just goes counter catcher Flaffy, Iono to two, Scream Tail, Kill a Squawk, two four. The dude goes attached to Flaffy pass. He goes uh, counter catcher back up uh, EX, KO, two two. The guy did not have a way to take two prizes. <laughs> and then Ryan won the next turn. He got, han- he got hands on turn whatever on turn two yeah. and then turn three for four prizes. Uh, so I was like, yeah, that's sick. It doesn't happen every game. You go down two six, but it was still a uh, pretty sick. Yeah, man. And all the the Maridon kids were like, "Oh my god, why didn't that guy attach that energy to the Flaffy beforehand, bro?" Right. <laughs> sometimes you can't, right? Like if you're yeah. if you're going all in on hand, sometimes you just can't yeah, exactly uh, do that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Guardy is. Mm. I'm definitely not playing Guardy though. That deck's too hard. <laughs> It's it's so much easier in best of one. I will definitely yeah. say that. Like yeah, in zero time pressure, it's, it's so yeah. Easy. It was so like it was so easy playing the Swiss games in my cut, and then our top cut was best of three fifty minutes, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was playing noticeably worse yeah. for sure. Um, yeah. So guardy good. Uh, all right, Mew, Kaden. I yeah. hope by the end of this podcast, I can convince you. To play Mew, because I think Mew is great. I think Mew is really good right now. I think both versions are good. Um, it's just like consistent. It beats Maradon. Um, I think you can beat Zard with uh, some lists. I think the Guardi matchup is like fine. It's like it's hard to play from the Guardi side. Um, so I think if you're playing against like just okay Guardi players, it's a uh, very reasonable for you to win. Um, yeah. And I think it's like pretty good against all the decks below it in my tier list. Like, I I don't think there's any reason um, you should be losing to a lot of these decks. Yeah, I agree. I think Mew is a fantastic. I think Mew is a fantastic pick. Um, I I actually have no idea which variant is better. Uh, I think that the. This I mean, I like think it's my... pretty straightforward, right? Like, DT Mew is just, like, way better if people aren't playing Spirit Tomb, and Fusion Mew is better if they are. I think well, that's yeah. it's pretty much as simple as that. <laughs> well, yes, this right. is a... I mean, I, I agree. That's the hard part, though. Um, yeah. I think... So I've been trying to figure out which variant of Mew I would actually want to run, but I, I would say Mew right now is my top choice. Um... Maridon has felt kind of it, kind of iffy at times, but Mew is certainly a powerhouse as it literally always is. So yeah, uh, I definitely send Fusion. Um, I think like the the best thing Mew has going for it is is the Urshan Tell matchup in in my opinion. Um, I think I think like the other matchups are like definitely solid, but like a hundred zero Ursh, a hundred zero Snorlax, yeah. and then like being like maybe slightly favored 50-15 to everything else is like a pretty good matchup spread. If, if you're suddenly like stinky into Ursh because, you know, every single one of them plays Tomb, or not even stinky, but like, you know, that matchup's close and like, you know, whatever Snorlax is decide to run Tomb or like, and you you lose a bunch of um, percentage points and everything else that plays Tomb, like, I, I wouldn't lose to Tomb. Um, yeah. I think I agree. Like, I like playing DT Mew like way more. But I yeah, think I back. agree with you, Liam. Um, and I think I like the Ice Cube right now as kind of like your second one prize guy. 
like I, I that that was like the ice cube is the reason that I lost the finals for besides the cram flips. Like the ice cube is just really good in Nagardi. Um It's pretty good into Zard. Uh, Zard is so the, like the the big matchup downside for playing fusion is like your Zard matchup sucks. Like your, the DT Mew matchup is like okay into Zard, yeah. but <coughs> fusion Mew definitely sucks. Christ. Yeah. It's like winnable, but it's not good. <laughs> so yeah. many bad cards in that deck, dude. Good lord. Infusion Mew? Yeah. Just open the yeah. fist hole and I'm like, every game. Yeah. yeah, this is part of my feel. Every time I play Fusion Mew, my deck just feels so clunky. And then I pick up DT Mew, and all of a sudden, like, the cards are just flowing. And <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have everything I could ever possibly want. And then you play a game, your your opponent flips over the spirit tomb, and you're like, ah, I'm going back to fusion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move let's move along. What do you guys think of? This is the one I want to talk about here. Christian Fontenot's Radiant Charizard Lost Box deck. What were some of your reactions? Man. I always feel like Radiant I always feel like Radiant Zard is falling out of the format and then every time I start <laughs> to think that, it just comes and wins a regionals. Um, I mean, I think this deck has I my feeling is at this stage this deck has proven that um, it is never going to go anywhere. Like this deck is just kind of always gonna be solid. Um, and so yeah, I think the deck's quite good. I think it looks really good. I mean, it is Lost Box as pure as Lost Box can be. Um, it's and true. As it turns out, Lost Box is a very strong engine that can right, apply an overwhelming amount of pressure. Yeah. I got a question for everyone here. What deck am I playing that has a bad Lost Box Zard matchup? <laughs> what deck are you playing? Yeah, yeah, like... I'm gonna bring some deck to Texas, and what what deck is it where I'm like, oh my god, man! Of course, this guy's playing Lost Box Zard. There any I think, deck? Mm, Maridon? It's Maridon, like the worst deck I'll in. I'll take it, bro. This. I have my Iron Hands. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I guess oh. that's true. Yeah, well, I did have that thought, Liam, um, and then I also had the thought when I saw this list. I was like, man, this looks this looks this list looks really good. But I know if I play five games with this, I am going to not like it. <laughs> like, I'm just going to be like, damn, it's still Lost Box Charizard. <laughs> uh, but but I also, yeah, 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 Liam, your, your point's a good one. Like, what, <laughs> what deck do you want to see as Lost Box Charizard sitting across from you? I mean, Lost Tina. Lost Tina? Okay. I can get behind that. Lost Tina's not like that great, but the rock's path bro I mean, like all i'm saying it, is fine. that christian did go 4-1 against lost tinas throughout i mean dude I'm, I'm sure his matchups against like literally every deck and format were great he just won the regional he had like two losses on 20 rounds or something but like tina was the deck that he played against the most that is true and uh, like everything is a good lost box tina matchup bro <laughs> yeah that, that's what i thought you were gonna say at first <laughs> um he did like he he beat at least one of almost every deck, pretty much. Um, he beat like two Charizards. He beat a Guardi. He beat a couple of Mew. Presumably, those were DTE Mews. 
and he just bodied them with Spear Tomb. Uh, he beat a Maridon. He beat an Intelligent Urshifu, which seems crazy, but he also lost to one as well. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I don't, what, you know what I actually... This is hmm. not really relevant to San Antonio. I find <laughs> it really surprising that all of Christian's opponents from round three on... From round three to round nine all made day two. Like... Oh, that is cool. Typically, you know, even if... Even when you're like 2-3-0, your, your opponents are still not necessarily... Very much not necessarily making day two. Yeah. Um, hmm. That is so, cool. Yeah, I. I hmm. feel like I don't know. I feel like Zard Lost Box is. I don't know. I feel like it's strong. I just feel like it's good, and I don't think it's. I don't feel able to say that it's a bad deck. So I guess my only worry would be is that. Is Jirachi going to see more play? And I, I guess there is some. So Charizard was already playing Jirachi, right? Jirachi like was already pretty staple in Charizard lists, so that's probably not a big deal. But I think the big question is like, are Guardi is going to play it? Um, that's like the only other deck that would reasonably play Jirachi. I guess Mirror matches as well. Like Christian had the Jirachi in his deck for the Mirror, um, so now people will see that and be like, oh, okay, okay, maybe we have to play Jirachi for the Mirror, um, or that's like in Tina. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Um, so, like, all the different Lost Zone decks could play Jirachi. Guardi could play Jirachi. I don't think anybody, anything else would. Um, but I guess that's something to consider. Yeah. I mean, dude, like... Why, why would I lose to somebody who wants to play a Jirachi? I'm, I'm not bringing that deck, bro. I'm not bringing that deck. <laughs> like... Yeah, I think... Fair enough? I don't know. Uh, what about, I'm not a fan what about... of playing Lost Box Engines, but if I if I did like playing Lost Box decks, I think I would be heavily considering this deck. No, yeah, I'd definitely play Zard over like the you know the two prize run them down, whatever shenanigans Tord was playing, and like Lost and Tina. Good. Uh, Let's talk about that. That's that's what I was going to say next. Okay, so the next deck is like. Lost Zone with Greninja, which is basically turned into what Liam just said, like two prize, pick your poison lost box. So like Tord played it, uh guy got top eight, Christian Hodas played it. He had um Tropius, Raikou V, Galarian Moltres V, Iron Hands, Roaring Moon. No water, no psychic, so no Greninja or Sableye attacking. Uh and Pedro Torres played a super similar list, I believe, uh to that. So uh, some good players, Tord and Pedro, both playing this this deck, and someone else getting top four. I, I can't speak on this deck. I have not put in any reps with this deck, but it looks funny though. Like seeing yeah. these lists is really funny. Like <laughs> a lost zone deck with Zinnia's resolve in it is pretty hysterical. To be honest, I gotta be honest. This is what I thought lost zone decks were going to be like when we first saw the engine. Mm. <laughs> um, I thought they were going to be like completely bonkers toolbox decks, and for a, a long time they weren't. They were actually pretty, you know, they were pretty contained. You usually had Sableye, and then like maybe some water attackers, maybe some lightning attackers. Like it, it pretty, pretty contained. It was a little bit like are you playing two cramps or three cramps? 
Yeah. (laughs) This is what I thought Lost Zone decks were going to be like. And, man, it is, uh, it's a little wild. It's even crazier than, like, the the Raikou Rayquaza lists, right? Like, those... Yeah, no, those are so straightforward. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, it played a bunch of energy, but it was, like, pretty straightforward. Like, this is just... This is going this is going crazy. I think that's really good though. I've played a few games with it and it's like it's, it's pretty good. It's Which the, did you play with the top four I list towards, or towards. towards new list? Yeah. Dude, the one one Tina is really fun. The one one Tina with the with the forest seal stone Luminion is really funny. Yeah. So actually, let's talk just quickly. Like, what are some of the changes from his last list? So he dropped uh, the the Gears basically for Luminion Forest Seal. Yeah. That's kind of like almost like boss. a direct swap. And added what? Added the boss. And added boss. Right. Okay. So it's like those are those three spots. I think are pretty like one to one ish. and then we changed some attackers. We changed Palkia for Giratina. Oh wait, that's it, right? Just Palkia for Giratina? Yeah, I think so. And still has Kyogre. Had to switch the energy up a little bit. He didn't have jet energies before, right? Yeah. They make more sense with the Tina, right? Oh yeah, 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 sure. Hmm. I mean I think it comes down to whether or not you want to play all of this just feels like which attackers are you deciding to use? Yeah. And yeah, I don't understand any of the attacker decisions, but the deck the deck still feels good. <laughs> I mean, like Moon and Hands obviously make sense. Like both both of those are very strong. Mm-hmm. And then it's like you probably got to play something else just besides those. But maybe you can just run like two of each of those. Like maybe that's just better. Yeah. <laughs> probably not. <I> don't... <laughs> It's our toward, it's, a, it's the new Raikou yeah, and Dragonite, but not quite as streamlined. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think I think deck's good. I think the deck's quite good. I would personally probably play Radiant Zard Blast Box over it, but that's also because I would feel I just feel more comfortable with that variant of the deck. Yeah. All right, Tina was the next deck on the list, but I feel like we've kind of talked about our opinions on Tina. Nothing's really changed. And we've talked a lot about our opinions on Lost Zone as well. So for the sake of uh, sake of time, we, we can just move on to Ente Valiant. Anything to really say with this deck? I'm surprised you didn't put this in cloth tier. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a little better than the rest of the decks below it. Um, that's true but but maybe it could be it could be in cloth which is like above cloth tier now (laughs) i would probably put this in cloth okay all right good i think the deck is um i mean it is exactly the type of deck that i would never ever ever want to run um i I feel like it just has oh i hate the deck i hate the deck i hate it (laughs) I think I talked a little bit about it last week. Yeah, I'm I'm not a huge, huge fan, for sure. It was my one loss in my cup, though, besides the finals. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does have, like, a slightly favored Gardevoir matchup, but its other matchups are, like, meh at best. I don't know why I would ever play this deck over 
like many other decks other in this decks. Format. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, okay, and I think a big deck to talk about is next Inteleon Urshifu. Two of them made top eight. Did one make top four? No, no, no. They both lost in top eight. Um, and it just like seemed. I think it had the best conversion rate from day one to day two. Perhaps I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but it definitely had a really good conversion rate. Good deck. Good deck. Good deck. Um, what's what's the worst matchup for this deck? Mew. Uh, Mew, right? Mew, yeah. Mew and and Roaring Moon. Roaring Moon's also really, really bad. Yeah, 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 but we need a, a deck real deck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we only count real decks. <laughs> Mew, is, Mew is really bad. <coughs> um, I Everything else is fun, though. I think the deck's good. The deck's really, really good, actually. Um, I was considering it for a while. I ended up... I, for me, the I feel like the worst part about the deck is honestly just its inherent consistency. Um, yeah. Which is, I think, actually maybe... I don't know if I've ever really said... that. I, I haven't thought about this before. I think this is the only format in a while... I think this is the only deck that I would say, out of the top decks in this format, has, like, real consistency issues. Mm. And I can't remember the last time that I felt this way about a format. Where actually most of the decks in the format feel quite consistent. Yeah, bro. We have like the most broken draw cards like ever. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I, I like that point. But Intel Ursh, I think, is the one um, fundamentally inconsistent deck in this format. However, it also has a phenomenal matchup spread. Yeah, bro. Like, you lose, like, 40% of your games getting, like, one Intellion on turn one and just doing nothing the rest of the game. <laughs> I had a... I, I played against this at my cup in top four, and my opponent was definitely feeling the inconsistencies of Intel Urs those games. Game ga- game one, they got out an okay start, got an Octillery out, and then I screamtailed it, like, immediately, and then they're like, hmm, okay, I will now pass for the rest of my turns. <laughs> uh, uh, th- it makes you- me happy to hear this, because I feel like all I ever see is Urshi just rolling people. Yeah, I mean, if it... Like, that's the thing. Like, the games that you lose to it feel really bad, because... They just like you know they get their stuff they get their stuff they they loop you then and it's just really hard to beat. They just hit it's research like, every single turn. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Last format, everyone was complaining about you know the feeling of losing to Chen Pao when they hit their cards. I swear, losing to Intel Ursh felt worse. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, uh, it must just there just be must be absolutely rolling incredible. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like. Um, one thing that's interesting is like the, I don't, I think the Maridon matchup is like not nearly as good as it used to be. Cause if you start an Inteleon V, like that thing is giving up three prizes. <laughs> I, I've heard this from like two different perspectives, I guess. And I, I don't know which one is correct, which is, yeah, one, like they go, um, Iron Hands knock out turn one, and then they just, like, kill a VMAX and they win, or they hit, like, boss and, like, second hands or something like that. But mm-hmm. then the other is, like, if you commit, weight, like, a bunch of energy to a hands turn one, and then they KO with the Rapid Strike Urshifu V without evolving it, and just go, mm-hmm. uh, like, the 150 attack, then mm-hmm. you, like, instantly lose. So, like, you want to avoid going for hands KO turn one, even if they open, like, Squawk or Intellion. Yeah, I think right. hands is a bait. 
You think hands is bait? I think usually you're going two 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 with maybe a three prize KO on an, on a Urshi V Max with a Raichu. Um, I think that's pretty much how the matchup plays out. Or you're at least yeah, but then if they like hit two Urshis, you like always lose, <laughs> which like feels pretty bad. Okay, what about you have this? Bravery charm. What about this? What if you go? Uh, what if you go two four? Two four. So you're saying they yeah, sometimes happens, into a... but you also if they like dream flash. Like let's say let's say you go like turn one Raikou KO like an Inteleon V yeah. or whatever, sure. and then they set up the Ursh. You like just smack the Ursh, and then if they evolve no, it to a V Max, then you win. <laughs> Like yeah, that I mean, could be. I don't. I don't think it's something that you play like into. But I think if this situation presents itself, because like you can from taking the first two prizes, then you can go two two two, or you can go two four. Right? Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Iron Hands is just a nightmare to power up. Um, yeah, because you. Yeah. That's one of the matchups where like it's, it like something like benching Zero Aura and Flaffy is like like a massive vulnerability because you get um, like mm-hmm. double rapid float and then you just lose. Yeah, you can. Um, is like Mew that good ever in the matchup as an attacker? It seems okay. It is. You can power it up, but the the generators don't go to it, right? So it's hard. To... Yeah, so you have to like flaffy DTE it, and then you don't have the DTE for the hands. Like if you want to do that later, and mm-hmm. and then it's like just short of knockout anyway, right? Which feels kind of bad. Oh, like. Uh, well, I guess you would need Zap. If you had Zapdos, you could you could do it. What? What what are you talking about? I'm talking about like the hands clean up KO, or you're talking about Mew KO? Yeah, I'm talking about the Mew. Oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. Okay Mew. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Intel Ursh, good Intel Ursh is good. Has consistency issues, but great matchup spread. I think it's the. Okay. Um, All right, Snorlax. Bad deck. Yeah. Bad deck. Very bad deck. Don't play this deck. <laughs> really? The deck's fine. It's I mean, fine. I no, I agree. The deck's fine. Um. <laughs> you just don't I want people don't to play think it. It is worth bringing to a tournament. Um, yeah, its matchup spread is getting worse too. Yeah, for sure. You ought to lose. I mean, Intel Ursh. Intel Ursh is is a good matchup though. Yeah, and we just I, hyped up Intel Ursh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Snorlax is like a bad matchup for it, but <laughs> that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> Uh, you know, it, it, the fact that Liam is not on a, like, st- wall deck is... Oh, tell, brother, tells, I got one for you. <laughs> tells you a lot about the situation, you know? Yeah, I told him I was on a, like, a wall deck, and he's like, oh, no, I, I have serious concerns about this one, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, for, 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 like, 30 minutes uh, earlier this week, Liam was like, okay, we're on Snorlax, and I was like, we're not on Snorlax. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think Snorlax is... Uh, like what? I do not find that type of gameplay enjoyable. And <laughs> you, you know, want, Liam finds it extremely enjoyable. And I gotta be honest, I enjoy, and to note, I enjoy playing control decks quite a bit. Actually, I really enjoy playing control decks and lock decks. Retreat lock is just the most boring type of lock imaginable, and and I do not enjoy playing Snorlax. So this is exactly to... what Liam said on the pod last week without you. He was like, Snorlax, is, you're not controlling anything. You're just, you just like play counter catchers until they can't play any more cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah dude. 
like no control over anything, bro. <laughs> like I do see, not like see. playing. I, I enjoy playing control. But <coughs> you have a lot of room to outplay and make them waste resources and run them out of resources. The problem with decks like Snorlax is they're they're like list check decks. It's like, hey, yeah. I'm here to hey, Guardy, you got your Turo. How many switch cards are you running? Let's see. Have you got you got enough energy retreat? Like it's it's a list <laughs> check, and I don't want to play a list check. Yeah, it, it it does a really terrible job of pivoting and targeting any other resources that get wasted. So like like most other like control decks um, are are usually able to like you know if you like bench lock yourself out of something or like you you discard energy or something like that like. They're able to capitalize on that, even if like they're primarily targeting switch cards. Um, Snorlax, like it, it literally doesn't do anything except play countercatcher every turn. So like, you don't take advantage of literally anything that happens on your opponent's board, except for like you know having switch cards in the first five cards of their deck. Like, yep. <laughs> you literally don't do anything else. Yeah. Cloth. Cloth is okay it's <laughs> if you're willing to take a loss to guardy it seems yeah solid. right i think that's i think that's true like there are some other matchups that you don't like super want to see but that's like the one big one where you're like it's a very bad matchup and it's a popular deck or at least it in it has been a popular deck if you think that guardy will dip like below 10 percent, maybe then i think cloth becomes much more reasonable to play I re- I probably wouldn't want to see the uh, the Urshi matchup either. Those seem, both seem pretty bad. Um, the lists that or the list that Jesper played. Uh, I haven't looked at the list. There was like one that uh, there was four that made day two at Stuttgart. The best one was forty fifth, I think. He played the Arvin build. Don't really love that. Um, but the other people that I saw, I think, at least Jesper played the research Iono build. Uh, he had Squawkabilly Collapse Stadium, um, which is good. I basically had, like, Trekking Shoes in my list over those spots. Um, and he played four VIP, which, and then less on the Nest Ball Ultra Ball, which I also don't agree with. I think just maximizing Nest and Ultra over VIP, play one, maybe two VIP. Uh, is is better because you need to be able to play cards as the game goes on to bit roll for more. But otherwise, you know, Klopp's matchups are fine. Besides Guardian. <laughs> yeah. Is there, is there any point talking about the rest of the, t- the, the rest of the decks? They're bad decks, right? Yeah. Maybe it's worth just mentioning their names. Uh, bad <laughs> decks. Chen Pao. Which I, you know, I am an avid Chen Pao fan. The deck is awful in this format. It's really, really bad. Um, don't play this deck. Roaring Moon. Lugia. Palkia. They're bad. Ironically, Roaring Moon's probably the best <laughs> of these. Or at least it's done the best. I don't know if it is the best, but it's think, done the best. I, I think Chen Pao might be better than Roaring Moon. Nope. I mean, uh, Roaring Moon is definitely the best. Uh, it doesn't look terrible, though. <laughs> One did get ninth. Roaring Moon got ninth. But then when you look at its matchups, it played like eight Urshifus <laughs> or something like that. Like something insane. Let me see. 
Oh, brother. I pray to God I had some good matchups at Texas, man. Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, five, my God. Five. This matchup spread is insane. Yeah. <laughs> beat a bunch of Urshifu. Beat a couple of Maridon. Obviously beat the Tinas. Yes, sir. <laughs> God, dude, it's crazy. That deck is so bad, dude. <laughs> and, like, you know, I see people saying on Twitter all the time, and these are the same people that play, t- like, Tina, like, constantly. They're like, oh, man, like, every day I go between t- Tina's terrible and Tina's amazing. And, like, so I'm like, they clearly have a moment of, like, realization where they're like, wait a minute. This deck is actually garbage. And, like, you know, I'm just living in a dream world where, like, this deck actually works, right? And then they still send it. And they're like, bro, no way you're disrespecting Tina. Like, I, I thought we were in on this together. I, th- I thought we all knew it was trash. I think you gotta play if you're playing Tina you basically have to play it the way Alberto has been playing it it's not the exact list that he's played because you know it's a different format but it's like the concept is exactly the same he really just kind of goes no frills just just stuff like he has two Iono and two Roxanne so he's got a couple extra he's got a lot more supporters than people were playing before just four nest four switch card he's got yeah, I don't know. it's the most straightforward I think your Tina can be. So if you want to play Tina, just play that list. It's unbelievable to me how weird people make their lists for no reason. Like, mm. it's just like why would you play Turo and Gardevoir, man? And like, I want to do all this cool stuff, but like, people are just still playing Turo for no reason, bro. Like, just play like cards you want to see in your opening hand instead of like trying to beat like Blocklax and like all this garbage, bro. Like. You, you gotta play the good know, cards. I don't know why good people cards. be adding like all these like stinky cards. cards to beat beat <laughs> like like text. Why why are you adding text to your deck, bro? Just just play your deck, man. Jesus. <laughs> uh, this is one side of Liam. I think that, <laughs> that today you're getting consistency, Liam. A couple weeks we might get tech Liam back. <laughs> Very true. I have I have seen both I have seen both types of lists from Liam. <laughs> Uh, Liam is someone who, you know, at times will love to throw in every odd new attacker for a potential new game plan against a single matchup. But I think I think the best version of Liam is like like he picks the two techs that that, that make it like so give him a little cap- spice. I think sometimes <laughs> That's what everybody says, but it's so corny. Just go all in. Either play something super weird or play like the best deck you can bro don't be playing garbage bro yeah i don't know in a meta this diverse it feels hard to it feels hard to say commit like two to three deck slots for at most like a 10 percent meta share yeah i think that's a good point like the yeah and decks play like pretty differently so tech cards are not super versatile like it's hard to get like one card slot to do multiple things yeah yeah like i would in this format i don't think i would really ever play drapion right is maybe yeah. an example spirit Tomb. well and one of the big reasons i think spirit tomb is better is uh like it just beats straight up one of the versions of mew uh and then it does have a little... It has more utility than Drapion, obviously, in other matchups. Like, uh, also, like, nowhere near as bad as a, as a starter. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, in particular, it's quite good against Stall. So if, you're like, if your deck is weak against Mew and Stall, playing Spirit Tomb makes a bunch of sense. Yeah. Also solid against, like, the Rotom builds of Zard. Yeah, that's fair, too. 
There we go. A tech card with utility for against many decks. We love yeah. it. Yeah. One of the few. One of the few. All right. All right. So, Caden, <coughs> Liam, what are your what are your, what are your uh, Caden? You've kind of already said, but maybe yeah. just reiterate top I'm, two or three choices for the event. I'm probably gonna end up playing playing one of the two Mew variants. Uh, there's a world I play Maridon, and maybe an even slimmer world where I play some something completely wild and weird. But most likely, just one of the two Mew variants. Cool. Same. I'll run it down with Maradon or Fusion Mule, probably. Yeah. Nice. Mike, what would you play if you were going? I'd probably just play Gardevoir because I like it. <laughs> I like playing it. Um, or Mew. Uh, those would be the two things that I would be deciding between. Yeah. Uh, um, ha- what are going to be... Uh, are there any decks that are going to supplant the big three maybe big four when it comes to like market share when they print out the graphics do people show up with like urshfu and talion in mass oh this is like what's meta prediction yeah um yeah i anticipate guardy probably going down a little i think intel urshfu is certainly going to go up um i think snorlax is gonna i mean it wasn't already was kind of falling off, but I think it's going to be really largely gone. Um, yeah. I think Intel Ursh is going to go up. I don't think it's going to be super popular day one, but it's going to have a really good conversion rate. There's going to be a lot of good players playing it. It's going to be pretty popular day two, like maybe top three. I could easily see it as being like the fourth deck in day two. Mm-hmm. Top four. I'd say that. Yeah, I could see maybe fourth. I don't think I don't think top three. Um, I think top three. Yeah, I mean, I think Charizard Maridon will still be one and two. Gardevoir is probably three, but it has a chance to go to four day one. But probably still. I think if you're considering Zard, you should play a game against Blockhawks and tell me what your deck does well. Because, like, there's not, like, a single redeeming quality about that deck in that matchup, bro. It's, well, it's right, genuinely terrible. Like, matchup. Every, like... No, 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 no. But, like, in every other matchup, you're like... I have some way to make progress. My deck, like, actually does something. Like, Zard in that matchup, you're like, oh, man. Like, Dark-type doesn't kill everything now. Good lord, I lose. Like, that deck is terrible, bro. It's... <laughs> yeah, man. Like, tell, tell me how good that deck would be if it wasn't Dark-type, bro. It'd be 0% play share. Like, it's just completely made by typing. And then every time you hit a non-Guardy, non-Mew deck, like, that deck is terrible, hey, bro. It, it's, it can be made by typing. It's still a good deck. It has a decent ma- matchup spread. No, no, actually, like, if if your deck's made by typing, that actually means your deck's trash. Like, <laughs> trash. <laughs> like, right. it, 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 it just means that your deck doesn't have the raw power to deal with, like, other decks. Like, except for, like, one or two, because they're weak to you. Like, it's terrible. Like, it's terrible. Anyone who wants to beat you can beat you. I'm not right, tolerating. And so... <laughs> the Charizard rant. Uh, <laughs> when do you guys? When do you guys get in? Friday. Um, I land like late tomorrow. I land oh, nice. like Thursday evening. So that is a, that is a real tribute to Caden uh, uh, is out of school that that uh, he's able to get in Thursday night uh, for uh, to to like get in on uh, to have time to test after a long flight. I mean, this is also um, a lack of flights and good flight times. 
um, more so. But yes, yes, I would not be able to do this if I was in Chicago. I, I recognize. I mean, the Halliburton family children have been traumatized many, many times by you, like being like, we get in at like eight thirty at night on a Friday night. <laughs> Something terrible like that for some regional. So yeah, so. before the plane, he's like, "Bro, wow, I'm looking forward to testing so much." And then he lands, he's like, "Ah, gotta have dinner now." <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad for having having a stomach that needs to yep. be filled. Uh, you know, you know, Liam's not a believer in that. All right, awesome guys. The John Pauls are our outro, and we'll be back next week with first and second place reports from uh, San Antonio regionals. Busted. Yeah.